0: Thanks for listening to this week's message. We want to hear what God is doing in your life through the ministry of Res Life Holland. If you have a testimony, please email us at info at rlcholland.com. To learn more about us or to contribute to this ministry financially, check us out on Facebook or visit rlcholland.com. So I told Marty... I won't mess up. I won't embarrass you. I promise. Oh, please, no. I won't be a jokester. I won't do any of that. Sometimes I just don't try. I don't but. know, guys. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with her. Hey, so uh, we were, again, we were talking about it last week, and we were looking at our, you know, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to speak on? And I said, I really want to just honor these moms, and yeah. can I get your perspective on it? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, what do you got? And I'm ready to jot the notes down, right? And she, no, she really has something good, and she's like, you know what, Jesse, when I think of moms... She's like, when I, when I think about you know, going into the scriptures and diving in the Bible, yeah. she's like, I really do think about oh, Mary, Jesus' mom. She's like, I think about her a lot and, 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 and what she had to go through and the calling that she had in her life. And I'm like, that's really good. And so to set this whole thing up, uh, Maddie wanted to start out in Luke. And, 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 and here's the thing. Picture Mary okay, before she was pregnant of Jesus. okay. Picture Mary. And she's uh uh, and and she's about to she has this arranged marriage, she's about to get married to this man named Joseph, and she has an encounter from heaven. And this is pretty cool. Go ahead, check it out.
1: All right, so Luke 1, 28, 35. The angel went to her and said, Greetings to you who are highly favored.
0: I'm gonna stop you right there. Highly favored. Mm -hmm. Remember that. Everyone say highly favored. Okay, women say highly favored. Okay, this is key, and I'm going to tell you guys a little, in a little bit about it. So,
1: The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. He will be, he will, how will, thank you, this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word, be, may your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her.
0: And I love the attitude of Mary. Okay, so she has a calling from God. And Gabriel came to this world and spoke to her. And you see the attitude of Mary through this whole thing. And in verse 35, it said that the Holy Spirit will come on you when she questioned Gabriel. And he says, the Holy Spirit will come on you. And that part right there, I started thinking about it. And I said, how similar is that the moment we believers, and I'm not talking to moms now, I'm talking to everybody, yeah. that we believers, when we come to Christ, that the Holy Spirit will come on us. There's a similarity between what Mary is going through right here that Marty just read and then what we go through in the moment we come to Christ. And I think that is key to see the attitude of Mary as she uh, says yes to Gabriel.
1: And I love this part, especially And when, when I was talking to Jesse about this, you know, message when we were kind of going back and forth, because I love, I wish you guys could watch us when we're talking, because we're running <laughs> around the house. We're like, ah, we a referee. this is so good. You know, <laughs> we're all over the place, but I love her obedience, man. It says here, it says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled, you know. I just love her obedience and doing what God is calling her to do at this time. There's many times where I know we're going through some stuff and and God wants us to go do some things, but then we're like, I don't really want to do that right now because I'm nervous about some things in that place. You know, that fear that cripples you from going towards that place. Of course, fear comes from the enemy. So if the enemy is causing fear in a certain area man, there's got to be something good behind it that the enemy doesn't want you to that's get right, to. Right. So that's what I was thinking about in that area. And then here, I, I just want to talk about my experience of being pregnant. So when we found out we were pregnant, we we, we were surprised a little bit. Um, so <laughs> I remember I said, I'm, you know, can you go get me, what was it? A, a Whopper. A Whopper. No, not a Whopper, Big Mac. A Big Mac. Big Mac. There's a difference. Hit and... That. Man, I was like, go, you know, go get me a Big Mac. I was working full time, so I was like, go get. It. Man, that whopper, i was so excited. I was ready for this Big Mac, and then I opened the bag, and I wanted to throw up.
0: True <laughs> and I was like, story.
1: Mm, and never do I ever not eat a Big Mac. I want you to know that about me right now. And so. I was like, what is wrong with this meat? It is spoiled. Take it back. (laughs) Go fight somebody and get me back. I wanted my Big Mac. And Jesse's like, it smells fine. And I was like, no, it doesn't. And he's like, It was a happy
0: day for me. Two Big Macs. He
1: showed it. And let me, he ate those two Big Macs. He ate it real good. He showed it. Man, and I remember as time went on, you know, being pregnant, you know, come on, moms, right? In the beginning, you just don't like smells of things, and, and you just don't like the feeling of things, and and you're tired, you know, and you're just going through the rumbles, but then there's times of, like, joy when you're first feeling that baby in your tummy, when you have those secret moments that no one can have. What secret moment?
0: We're going to talk later. You'll never (laughs) know.
1: With your baby, all those moments that you just get to have with them. And then this grace that the Lord gives you to press on and press forward. And then there's a sacrifice of your body. I mean. (laughs) Can I get an amen, mama? Because, man, like, we're just, like, making it, just making it. Our ankles become cankles. I mean, there's so many things that are happening with our body, but that's a sacrifice that we go through whenever we're going um, through our labor times. And, you know, carrying a child, it's a calling, and it's, it's a job, and it's a, it's a good calling. It's also a hard job. And so um, I just wanted to share with you guys what it means to carry a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wearisome, but it's also awesome. It's also good.
0: You know, and and when Maddie and I were talking about her carrying, you know, our children, I'm like, man, you ladies, you know, sacrifice so much. You know, she's at church. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And so here's the thing, though, guys. Um, I remember one time it was Jeremiah, Mm -hmm. our fourth child, and we live in a bi-level home. And our laundry room downstairs, and Maddie was doing some laundry while I was upstairs, and I could hear her. She was about eight months pregnant, right? And I could hear her coming up. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, man, i got to help her out with that basket because, you know, she's doing laundry. And then I see her, and I'm like, well, she's already almost up, so I'm just, you know, yeah, sorry, forgive how me. How rude, how rude. She's already almost it. This is bad, I know. But she comes, she comes up, and, and she has no basket. She's just walking up. And I'm like, wow. And I, and I appreciated her so much from that, that moment yes, forward. Yes, I was
1: exhausted. That's what he's
0: saying. <laughs> yeah, she was exhausted because she was carrying my children. Yeah. You know? And so, again, when Marty was talking about the sacrifices, yep, yeah, the joys, and I guess those secret moments that I don't know of. Like, you know, I just, it's so awesome to, to see that happen. And, and here's my perspective, my point of view with all uh, four of our pregnancies. Marty, when, when we found out we were going to have our children, she had to grow into that physically. Okay? And I mean this in a serious and in a good way. Uh, you know, she had to grow into this thing where, where it took a course of nine months to be fully developed. Because during that course of pregnancy, the baby was growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, the baby was developing. And what was happening around four or five months, maybe, I'm, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but but you start showing. Mm-hmm. And when you start showing, heads start turning. Like, oh are you pregnant, you know? And no. congratulations, you know, this whole deal. And when is the due date? Is it a boy or a girl? What are you, you know, everything, right? They want to know. It brings this joy. Yeah. It brings this happiness. And so I started thinking, okay, Madi, this is a great uh, message for moms, but I need to tie this to the church. And I think this is really good because when we come to Christ, when we, when the way Mary carried God into this world, we as believers need to carry God into this world. You see, Mary had a calling, okay, and, she, and, and when Gabriel came down and said, hey, Mary, I have called you to carry your Lord and Savior into this world so everyone can have a, a, an opportunity to come back to God. That hasn't changed for you guys. That wasn't just for Mary. That is for every single one of us here. You see, because you're, you're called to carry God into this world. It may not be physically, but you're called to carry God into this world, okay? And when you carry God into this world, you are showing God off in this world. And what happens is when you grow in God, like a baby grows in the belly and develops, when you grow in God, you start turning heads, right? right? You start turning heads. And they want it. What is it? And all of a sudden, this unexplainable joy and happiness, and you're able to speak to somebody. And when you go through hard times, you're turning heads. Aren't you supposed to be angry? Aren't you mad? Aren't you? Aren't you going to be bitter? No, because there's something I may not understand, but I trust. And so as you grow in God, as you show God, you turn heads. You're doing exactly what Mary has done here. You see no negativity. I mean, when 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 uh, uh, better not. But if my wife was pregnant, like you pregnant? What? You know? (laughs) You know? You don't see any bitterness. That pregnancy, when it shows, it brings joy. It brings happiness because there's a new life. There's new life that's coming into this world, and that new life is a baby. And so when you bring God and you're developing in God, you're creating new life in Christ. There's so many similarities between Mary and her carrying God into this world and us carrying God into this world. We have seasons as well. Understand. There are seasons of sacrifices that Mahdi had to take during that pregnancy, where it got too heavy, the sacrificing of the body, and there, oh, the weariness, the joy moments, the secret moments. We, we walk through those same things. There are times where we're sacrificing our time, our talents, or even our treasures in this world to advance the kingdom of God. There are weary moments because God is calling us to intercede maybe three in the morning for someone that needs prayer because he knows the big picture. But then there are those secret moments that we have with our Heavenly Father that builds us back up, that rejuvenates us, that recharges us. Right. There are those moments where, where you see happiness and joy. See, it's, it's all similar to the way Mary walk this world, we have that exact same thing. So the question is this, what are we doing to carry God into this world? And I'm going to take you guys to Romans chapter 13, verse 14, and it says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust." And I love the way the scripture says, put on, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. When you put on something, you're showing something off. Yesterday, my wife went shopping, okay? And she's like, well, it's Mother's Day. You're going you're to look nice. All right. She bought me this shirt. You guys like it? <laughs> put it on is what she said, right? No, but here's the thing. When you put something on like a shirt or a dress or your clothes or, or, or whatever for these uh, special occasions, when you put on, it's, you want people to see what you're wearing. We're debating. I'm just going to say it. This morning, we're debating about my black shirt, Okay. <laughs> And, and, and I, you got to put a white one. Well, I want to put a black one. And she's all like, well, the black, all right. But you had a blue one. I, I, it doesn't work. And I'm like, but it's just the little triangle part right here. like." It, it matters. <laughs> does
1: it not? Amen. It sure does matter. But I like it because this dude likes me a lot. I don't know if you know this, but he <laughs> likes me a lot. And um, we match often because I put my clothes on. And all of a sudden... This guy looks almost just like me. And I'm like, oh. It's the
0: spirit, babe. You like
1: me. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. And I want to talk about a little bit what I talked about a little bit earlier about the obedience. It says, may your word to me be fulfilled is what the word says. Man, are we listening to that and and using that in our life? Lord, may your will be fulfilled. I mean, I didn't see Mary being like, well, I don't think I want to do that. Jesus or God. No. Gabriel. Gabriel. Well, I know it's the angel, but that's expecting the morning. <laughs> See, this is what we do all the time. All the time. So I love that part where you're like, no, like she went and did it without grumbling or complaining. She went out there and says, You know what? Let it be done to me. Can you imagine? Let's please go back to the times of Mary. Can you imagine this teenager? who is about to be pregnant, yet a virgin, about to get married, mm-hmm. what do you say to your fiancé? Yeah. Hey, babe. <laughs> so an angel came, and it was awesome. And, and so um, I'm pregnant now.
0: <laughs>
1: Can you imagine in this time, man, If you committed any kind of fornication, any kind of adultery, any kind of sin, I mean, you were stoned. Can you imagine at the time where Mary, what she agreed to, but she didn't just agree to it, she trusted. It says that she just completely said, let it be done to me, Lord. You know, there's some things that we're going through all the time. And we're like, I don't want to do that because they might not like it. Or, you know, I mean, I do this to myself too, you guys. Like, no, 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 I may not, I may not do it the way God wants me to do it. I may not be able to do it the way somebody else can do it. Somebody else can do that job. I'm sure they're way highly better. They've got the education. They got all these things. But no, Mary trusted. And that is what her relationship was with her father. She trusted in him. And so then they got fulfilled, which was awesome. Um, it says to, let your calling be done as the Lord wills. Let, let it be done to me as you will, Lord. She didn't think about what was going to happen. Mm-hmm she didn't have to, because what did Jesus, what did God do? He gave Joseph a dream. Mm. He set it up. He made it happen. And when he was going through all those kind of questions and, man, how is this even possible? I think the Lord was there answering those questions. And so I love that. It's about stepping in faith, you know, um, Despite all the things she was going to face, I mean, death, she did it. What are we doing nowadays? What is the thing that you could just think that you are in fear of doing right now? The Lord has been asking you to intercede or go into or do and and, or serve or just call this person. What is that? Where is it that the Lord is telling you to do something? And we're like, you know what, Lord? have someone else do it what is that thing because that's the thing that the enemy really knows he can try to stop you from going and doing what God has called you to do right
0: and like Marty was saying you know Mary knew some things that she was going to be facing or maybe even didn't know but despite all that she said yes God Mm -hmm. she said yes to her calling and the thing is Mary had the attitude of she knew what was more important more than what she was going to walk through potentially you know, things can be uncertain. And I love that attitude because that's an attitude of obedience. That's an attitude of obedience. Okay? And so one of the things that uh, carrying God into this world that we want to talk to you guys about is, is being obedient to your calling. Be obedient to the word. You see, I, I know we can have teachings on purpose and calling. We don't have time for that right now. But when we look at just our calling and what God has called us to do, which is the great commission, in other words, reach those that are lost into your world. In other words, carry God to where your world is at. To your workplace, to your grocery store, to your neighborhood block, to your home. We need to be obedient to the calling, not worrying about what road we can potentially walk on or walk through. Because earlier in that scripture it says that the Holy Spirit will come on us. And come on, Mary. And when we come to Christ, that Holy Spirit dwells within us. It's a home in us now. Which I think is far more farther than what Mary had because the home is now in us. We are that home, we are that temple, is what the Bible says. And so he's not just covering you, he's working in you. And that is so key to remember that. And when you remember he is working in you, it has nothing to do with you. It's just you saying yes to your calling. The Lord Again, Mary knew that the Lord's will was more important than anything else in her, her entire life. And in James chapter 1 verse 22, it says, "Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. I love that part. Do not merely just listen, but it says, "Do." Everyone say, "Do. Do, do what it says. Do what it says." I played a game with my kids a lot, and when I was in the children's department, I played um, Simon Says with them. I won't play with you guys, I promise, okay? But it it was a good lesson, and the object of Simon Says is for us to do what Simon Says. And if Simon didn't say to do it, then you just simply don't do it. And if you did what Simon didn't tell you to do, you lose. You guys got that? And in the same sense, God's word does the same thing to us. God tells us to do things. We should do it. When God doesn't tell us to do certain things, we shouldn't do it. And when we do things that we shouldn't do that the Bible tells us not to do, we lose. Not in the big picture, but maybe for the moment. And we go through a tough time or or, or some type of consequence because of our folly. Not because of God putting it on us, because of what we went through. And so when we go back to this, it says don't merely just listen to the Lord, but do what it says. You're now taking the principle and you're applying it into action. And you're taking the calling, and you're applying it into, into uh, and you're manifesting it into your world. And that is a good way to carry God into your world. So being obedient is one. The second thing is trusting the Holy Spirit. Trusting the Holy Spirit. And it is sad to say that there are a lot of people's beliefs that I, I, I talk to them. I talk to people, and they just forget about the Holy Spirit. They forget about who he is and understand that when Christ was in this world, he walked this world with the disciples, but when he left, he brought us a comforter. He brought us someone here that's going to live within us. And so many uh, people that love Jesus don't even realize that, and so they don't operate in it. It's a gift that was given to us, and this gift is just not unwrapped. And the thing is, the Holy Spirit is not just a thing or an object. The Holy Spirit is a person. That wants to work in us on a day-to-day basis. And when we remember that, man, there is so much load that gets off of us. Because, you see, it it is not our job to make things happen in our world. It is not our job to do that. It is the Holy Spirit's job to operate within us. Our job is to simply say yes, okay, and also to take that first step. When we operate and take that first step, the uh, the Holy Spirit's able to work through you at the moment. Can I be honest with you guys about something? Every week, I love being real with you guys, okay? I'm not gonna fake anything up here. I never will. I'll joke up here, I'll joke down there, wherever we're at. But here's the thing. Every week, I come up here and my stomach turns. And I get nervous. And I say, man, can I do this? Can I speak to you guys? And then the Spirit of God tells me, you can because I'm working in you. And I say, yes, God, and I take my step, and I'm here now. <laughs> every day, every week, every day. There's other areas in my life where I go through the same thing. Because Can I do this? I can't, but the Holy Spirit can. Okay, yes, Lord, then I'll go ahead and do that. You have that exact same Holy Spirit that I have. It's the Spirit of God. And so what I want you to understand is you need to trust the Holy Spirit. Trust the Holy Spirit when you take your first steps. And when you understand that it has nothing to do with you you doing the job, but just saying yes to taking those steps to proceed it, the Holy Spirit works through you. He works through you. Guys, the church is weak when we don't operate in the Holy Spirit. And I'm not talking about this building. I'm talking about the people, the body. We need the Holy Spirit. Trusting the Holy Spirit is is just allowing God to move in our worlds. It's trusting the Holy Spirit is saying, I'm going to carry God (laughs) into this world, spiritually speaking. I'm going to carry God and show God off. I'm going to put Christ on. I used the illustration probably a couple of months ago, and I talked about prayer. And I believe also uh, it goes beyond that with, with the Holy Spirit himself. But prayer, when you intercede for somebody... When you want to bring God into this world, to show God up in this world, prayer is not powerful. And people are like, oh, just wait for a second, okay? Prayer is a tool, okay? Prayer is a tool that God's given us. Prayer is like a clutch, a clutch. When we trust the Holy Spirit and we pray things out, it's like a clutch. We release that. And when we release that, the Spirit of God amps the thing up and the rubbers hit the road. Does that make sense? It, is, it just shows the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. Because I will always mess up. My wife will mess up. We will, all will fall short. But it's the Holy Spirit that never fails. Right. And when we have the Holy Spirit, that's why we have confidence. We are confident in Christ. And we're able, when we have those confidence, we're able to show God, carry God into our worlds, the way Mary carried God into this world uh, uh, originally. In John chapter 14, verse 26, it says this, the helper, everyone say the helper, the helper helper is the Holy Spirit. The Father will send him in my place. He will teach you everything, I love that, and help you remember everything I have told you. You see the identification of the Holy Spirit, okay, and how he's our helper, Moms, there are so many things that you guys tie in with this. Now, I'm not putting you above God in any way, but the characteristics and the traits that moms have is, I see it here. My mom helped me growing up. When I was wrong, (laughs) she helped me grow up. And I see my wife doing that with my children as well. And so we see those characteristics coming out uh, in our moms, but you see the Holy Spirit is our helper, And when we understand that he's our helper and he knows what's best for us as we walk this road, it just becomes a little bit more pleasant. We become that much more confident. We become that much more bold with our words and with our actions. And reality is, if you are allowing the Spirit of God to do it, you can't mess up. You can't. Maybe it doesn't turn out the way you want it to, to be, but maybe you need to talk to somebody or, or, or pray for someone. Or like Maddie was saying earlier, intercede for someone. Right. Watching the results, okay, is another thing. Uh, you, you see the favor of God. Remember earlier I said, hey, uh, shout out the favor of God? That she had, high, uh, she had uh, highly favored. She was highly favored, thank you. She was highly favored, okay? Here's the thing. When I thought of favor, I always thought I got what I wanted, and that is not the case. I think we can twist that a whole lot. I am blessed and highly favored, and I get what I want. No, 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 no. That's not what the word is telling us, okay? Favor from God is not getting what you want, okay? What, what the favor of God is this. It's tangible that a person has the approval of God. That you have the approval to do what God is calling you to do. And you even know it and you feel it and it's an unexplainable thing in your, in, in your heart. We find delight with God uh, and we, we just want to encounter him more. We have this connection with God. And like Marty was saying earlier, you, you have this secret time, these secret, secret moments, right? Secret moments with God. Isaiah 66.2 says, these are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. Tremble at my word. Not in a I'm I'm afraid of you, God, or scared of you, God. It's tremble that I have reverence for you, God. I want to live for you, God, because I I just want to please you, Lord. And we can find that only in Jesus Christ.
1: I found this quote and it says, we shouldn't fear what might happen. We should fear not living a life God has called us to live. Right now you're thinking, well maybe I just, I waited too long to do what God has called me to do. But no, that's a lie the thing that is still burning inside of you is because the Lord is still burning that inside of you. He didn't give up and say, okay, well, you're not going to do it, so I'm just going to go to the next person. No, it's still there because he called you. He has made you purposely made specifically for this area. And so even it's been maybe a year since you've heard this thing that the Lord is calling you to do, or maybe it was 20 years ago, Again, it's not too late to do the thing, Mm -hmm. the thing. There's one thing that matters, and that's him. That is being obedient to him, listening to him. And man, what an honor to be able to, I love you too, but we're we're making noise. Sorry.
0: What an honor
1: (laughs) to be a part of the kingdom what an honor to be able to be a part of something so big that we're like, whoa, that happened. I can't believe God used me. I can't believe God used a teenage girl to, to form and create the Messiah. Can, the least of these, he says. And so with this quote, I want to leave you with, man, listen, listen. Listen to what that is and do it. I know it's Sunday. We get encouraged on Sunday, right? Sunday's like, woohoo, hoo yeehaw, we're going to go to church. <laughs> we're going to do our thing. We're going to listen to an awesome sermon. And then we're going to be like, I'm going to go do that thing. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go rock the world for Jesus. And then Monday comes, you're like, man, I had to work with these people.
0: <laughs>
1: kind of forgot about the thing a little bit. But, Lord, you know what? I'll do it. I promise. I just need to go to sleep. You know, moms, I gotta make dinner. I mean, like, I need to burn myself for the name of my children. So th- the waffles were good, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they were really good. The they waffles were really good,
1: were good. <laughs> but man, the sacrifice, right? But listen, by the time Wednesday comes, we're like, you know what, Lord, I ain't got time for that. Oh, Lord, I, I'm not, I'm not strong enough. I'm too tired. I got, I got four kids. I say "Folk kids. But yet, he still burns that inside of me. He still burns. Why? Why me? And then I stop and remember, man, it's not about me. It's about him. Amen. Yep. Giving him all the glory. Giving him. Man, how can you do that with four kids? I can't. I can't do it with four kids. But, man, I've got this grace that I can't even explain to you. I've got this Jesus who's holding me tight and saying you know what go do it this way and watch me work because it's not about me and it's not about what I can do but it's about what my father can do through me and yeah sometimes we look like supermoms because man how can we do this when it's just a lot going on with life you know what I mean? But we can, if the Father leads you, if the Father is in you, you will see, they're like, man, what is it that she's got? I want what she's got. It's Jesus. It's not Marty. It's Jesus. (laughs) I'm going to give him praise and glory. So, mamas, I'm going to speak to you. Please, you are doing an amazing job. Man, you're like, I'm not as good as mom as the person next to me. You are a perfect mom for the perfect child that you have. Yeah, it's rough, and it's going to be rough, and it's probably going to get rougher tomorrow. I'm going to be honest, all right? But, man, with him, nothing is impossible. With him, you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. With him, man, I can walk around and be like, yeah, my life's a little mess, but I've got Jesus holding me down. I've got the anchor just my cornerstone. And if you lean on that, watch. You be. A huge testimony to the girl next to you.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and there again, to close it up, for not just moms, but for everybody else as well, you guys have the ability to carry God into this world because of who lives within you. And I want to just empower and encourage you guys to remember that. It doesn't matter what you faced in the past or what you're going through right now or how imperfect you are, we're all imperfect. But during that developing stage of when we encounter God and when we develop, watch us grow into his perfection. And let me, let, me, let me define that real quick. Not a perfection as I'm perfect the way we think it is. A perfection of maturity where I'm growing in Christ and I'm, I, and, and I'm, I'm manifesting what God wants me to do in this life. It's a maturity level that he wants us to grow in. But it starts right where you're at. That first step, like I talked about earlier, it is that first step to saying, yes, God, I will carry on you in this world and in my world because of who you called me to be. So let's go ahead and close our eyes and bow our heads.